Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Good morning, everybody. How are you guys doing? This is Nicole from Chicago. and um, But anyway, I'm excited to share with you a few minutes today. And I just like to share, you know, what's going on in my own life because I know people can relate to that. So my eyes are a little bit red today. Maybe you didn't notice that. Um, anyway, the eyelashes are off too. That's a whole other story. I am free. But um, anyway, I just did a little bit of crying this morning just because I, and this is my topic today. I kind of got myself in a, in a little bit of a mess and how many of you can relate? <laughs> And I am just believing that my good father is going to help me out of it and work good out of it. So uh, without, you know, you guys knowing it's not like some big thing or anything, but it's, it's just something that kind of made me sad. So, um, but I do believe that God is working this situation out and he's working it out for my good. So I am just incredibly grateful for that. And it's important that we remember that. So, I mean, so that's kind of what my message is on today about our good father who loves to help us out of our messes that we make. Um, and so, um, and there's a whole bunch of things I could say about that, but that was really on my heart. Um, so, you know, have you ever made a decision and it didn't turn out the way you thought? Well, that was me, um, this week or, you know, you question yourself, you beat yourself up. Like, why did I do that? You know? But I want to encourage you today that we've all blown it and made a mess of things. If that's you, just raise your hand. Just say, you know what? There are times that I've blown it. <laughs> and so what we can do is we can pray about it and ask God to bless the mess that we've made and turn what the devil meant for evil into good. So, um, you know, if you feel like it's some kind of spiritual attack, you can do that. You can say no weapon formed against this shall prosper. But my point is that we've all made messes. And um, anyway, so, um, you know, but what we have to know is that, you know, God knows that we will make mistakes. Nothing catches him off guard. He he knows that that there is some humanity even though he is in us that we have some weaknesses and we have some areas of our minds that are unrenewed. But he knows us and he knows the mistakes we will make. I mean, think about it. What child doesn't make a mistake? I mean, we all make mistakes. And I think I had said this a couple weeks ago 
um, Andrew Womack Ministries posted, God doesn't view us as failures, only learners. You know, so that is our good father and he has mercy on us. You know, he he has love and compassion and he wants to help us. I mean, I have kids when they get themselves into their messes, I want to help them out of the messes. I mean, I can't always do that, you know, but as as uh, a parent on this earth, but God can help them out of their messes. And, and so, but I have compassion on them when, when that happens and I want to take it from them. And so God is a good father who wants to help us in our time of mess or in our time of trouble. And the Bible is filled with stories of people that blew it, that made messes and God helped them out of the messes, you know, and I'm going to take David as an example here because then I want to get into a tiny bit of Psalm 23, which I've talked about before, but I just feel like it's always a good reminder and I needed to see that today. But, you know, but the one thing about David, David is he was considered a man after God's own heart. He knew he was forgiven and loved when he failed and God saved him from quite a few messes, you know? And so, you know, verse Hebrews four sixteen says, so let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. Um, never forget that verse, especially. And when do you need um, mercy and help? It's when you've blown it, you can go to his throne of grace and say, Father, and that's what I did this morning. I just said, Father, I am so sorry. I really felt like I was led in this situation and I feel like I created a mess and I need your help, Father. I need you to help me out of this mess. And I'm sorry, Father, you know, and you can go to him and just like a child, you know, that's what I was doing. I was just crying out to my daddy you know, and, um, and so, you know, we've all been there, you've been there. And, but one thing I do know is that he is a good father and I'm not sure. See, I don't want to cry. <laughs> Today is a little bit emotional for me, but anyway, it's all good. <laughs> you know, I don't mind being real. Um, but anyway, I know that he is going to work good out of the situation and I don't know how he's doing it. I don't know what he's doing, um, but I know he's doing something. And so um, it's just something where I had my heart set on something and it seems to, you know, have fallen through. But I, I really feel like I'm supposed to fight for it and that it's not over. And, and that's a whole other story. God is speaking to me through this. But right now, it seems like it's not going to work out and it's a mess, but you know, sometimes God speaks to us in that. And that's why it's important to have a relationship with him in knowing whether we just let it go or if we're supposed to fight for something, if the enemy's trying to steal it, etc. God knows and he leads and guides us, um, which, you know, 
I'm going to talk about in um, Psalm 23, but we can ask God to, you know, help us out of the trouble that we've created or the mess and ask him to turn things around. He's a good daddy. You don't have to. That's why I love talking about him being a good father on here because he doesn't want us to be afraid to ask him. And even for things that look impossible, he wants us to run to him and he'll speak to our heart and he'll let us know and he'll guide us. Um, you know, but, but God helps us even, you know, if we face consequences for things we've done, which we all do, he will even help us out of that, you know? Um, and so, and, and there's times when we feel like something is from God and we're making the right decision. And then we find out later on, it's, it wasn't from God and that's okay. We can't sit there and beat ourselves up. Sometimes we don't know in the moment. And so I just believe that's a word for someone right now to give yourself grace. And there's something that you thought was from the father, but it wasn't. But then you started beating yourself up. The enemy was trying to come in and tell you, you don't hear from God and blah, blah, blah. He was trying to accuse you with all these things and get you down. But the father wants you to know that you do hear from him and don't believe that lie that you don't and just keep running to him in his throne of grace. And he is leading you and guiding you every step of the way. So I just feel like that is for somebody. But Psalm 34, 6 says, In my desperation I prayed, and the Lord listened. He saved me from all my troubles. Now notice it doesn't say he saved me from some of my troubles or some of my messes. Um, all my troubles. So I want to encourage you with that. And I just thought I would hop over to, um, you know, Psalm 23. In my book, Hold On to Love, I have a chapter on Psalm 23 called Safe in the Arms of Our Good Shepherd. And I just, I could hear this over and over again, and I never get tired of teaching on it. So I wanted to just bring this up. But it says, you know, and I heard these quotes before, and I, I honestly don't know who to give credit to, but worry is when we imagine our future without the goodness of God and when we meditate on how God is going to fail us. You know, think about that. And so even when we've made a mess, if we continue to worry and worry and meditate on that, we're not believing that God is going to work something good out of it. Um, you know, he does it because he's a good father, not because we've made a good decision, because maybe we made a bad decision, but he does it because he loves us so much and wants to help us out of our mess. And so, you know, so imagine how our lives would change if we never experienced worry or fear in our lives. I mean, that would be amazing, right? Um, you know, and so anyway, it the way, the key to getting there is to understand the goodness and love of our good father and to know his word and to know his promises and to know 
what belongs to us, but our good Father loves us so much. So why, why don't you say with me today, my good Father loves me and adores me. My good Father helps me out of my messes because he's a good Father. But he wants us to receive the revelation of his love. So we trust him no matter what comes our way. And so if we don't believe he's always good to us, it's impossible for us to trust him, especially when we face trials. And so that is a process of getting to know the father and being able to trust him, you know, and like I've mentioned before, you know, some of us, including me, have grown up with inconsistent and un untrustworthy fathers. And so we find it difficult to believe either consciously or subconsciously that God is truly trustworthy. And so sometimes, sometimes we think, well, God, I'm going to give this situation over to you, but I'm going to help you out in it. Let me help you out in it because you need my help. You might not do it right. You know, so we, we strive to control our lives and situations and that doesn't help. You know, God will lead us and guide us whether to do something or not, but he also when we give it up to him, we, we let him work in the situation. And so when we're trying to work it out in our own strength, usually it doesn't work out. And so we all learn that sometimes the hard way. I've learned it the hard way. What about you? Uh, let me know if you've learned some things the hard way in the comments. So anyway, um, but he wants us to realize without a shadow of a doubt that he's good and he has our best interests at heart. And so, um, like I said before, David, who wrote Psalm 23, went through some trials. Um, he committed adultery. He had a man murdered. He lost his child. He had people chasing him. Um, for his life, wanted to kill him. He went through some things and he went through some depression because that's clear in the Psalms. But it's so funny, be, not funny, but he. Ev but every time he would complain or be depressed, he would always go back to the truth at the end and remember that God is good and God is is will not fail me. So you can go back and read the Psalms and see that. And so it's imperative. Yes, we go through things. We have emotions. I don't think emotions are wrong. We have emotions for a reason. Now, when they overwhelm us and take over and cause severe depression, obviously that's not good. And God doesn't want us to walk through that. But there are things that we need to process and um, pray about and you know, just go to God with, and it's okay to go through that process. But my point is that we don't want to stay stuck in that. And if you feel stuck in that, the father's going to just say, father, I, you know what? I feel like I'm stuck right now. I need you to help me. You know, what lie am I believing that is keeping me stuck? And he will help you. But anyway, um, so Psalm 23 is written from the perspective of a well-cared-for sheep, okay? And that is David. And so it says in Psalm 23, 1, The Lord is my shepherd, I lack 
nothing. The Lord is my, and the Passion Translation says, the Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. I always have more than enough. I love that verse. So um, anyway, but using the word, he used the word my, the Lord is my shepherd, which indicates intimacy. So David didn't know God as a shepherd, but he knew him as my shepherd. So in the same way, God doesn't want us to know him as a father, but he wants us to know him as our father. So, you know, there's intimacy with, um, you know, a father-child relationship that is healthy. And so his greatest desire is for us to have relationship with him as his kids. And that just, I know that is true. And that's why we were created because he wanted a family and we are his family. And he knew that we would make mistakes, that we would fail, etc. But he knew that Jesus would go to the cross and by faith in him, we appropriate all that forgiveness and righteousness because it is a gift. And so it's imperative to remember that because sometimes we forget it during trials, you know. But God is the best friend we will ever have. And he's the only relationship with 100% pure motives that we'll ever have in our lives. I really believe that. And so when a shepherd sees his flock of sheep, he doesn't just see a herd of sheep because a, a good shepherd intimately knows each sheep. He knows the personalities and the family that it comes from. I mean, there's intimacy between a good shepherd and his sheep. So in the same way, when our heavenly father sees a crowd of people, he knows each person in the crowd uniquely and individually, and he knows the number of hairs on each head, the cares and concerns of every person's heart, the individual traumas that have been overcome, the family that each person belongs to, or the pain that was suffered due to abandonment or any other issues and every personal detail about each man and woman. And that includes us. He knows every detail of our lives and loves us and loves having intimate relationship with us. He loves the sound of your voice, your voice talking to him, your voice. Say, he loves my voice because that is the truth. He's a relational God who knows us intimately. He knows the sound of your voice. He knows the sound of your laugh, the number of tears you've cried, and the good times and the bad times you've been through. And he's been there all along, even when we didn't know it, because he's a good daddy who never leaves us. So we were created to be loved by and in relationship with a loving father. And the more we know him, the more we'll depend on him, especially when we are in a mess. We will go to him and say, Father, I need you to help me out of this mess. You are a good daddy. 
um, I speak the word over the situation and what you have to say about it. And I just thank you that you are working good out of this situation. Even if it wasn't the outcome I wanted, I know that it's, you are working out good in this situation. And so, um, but you know, it, FYI, we're called sheep in the Bible, and sheep are the livestock that require the most attention and care, and they cannot live without a shepherd. So, I mean, when we try to live life on our own, it really doesn't work out. We need our good shepherd, our good father. And so um, it's the shepherd's responsibility to care for the sheep, making sure they're safe and sound at all times. The shepherd watches over the sheep continually, and there's no greater reward for the shepherd than to see his sheep thriving and doing well. And likewise, the father delights in taking care of us. He delights in meeting our needs and desires, and, and he's provided everything we will ever need by Christ living in us. And he doesn't want us to live a life of anxiety and worry but instead depend on him and involve him in our everyday lives. We are in the care of a good shepherd who always has our best interest as at heart. We are the object of his affection. So I encourage you to meditate on these truths. And if you feel like you're in a mess today, just know that you have a good father that is going to help you and guide you out of your mess. He's going to give you wisdom. He's going to be your vindicator if that's what needs to be done. But you got a good daddy who's on your side, who's helping you, who wants to turn it around for you. So I'm just going to say a prayer for you today if that is you. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you. I just thank you that you're a good daddy and I just pray and agree with everyone watching today that hope is being restored instead of hopelessness. If there's some kind of mess where people are starting to feel hopeless, Father, I thank you. Holy Spirit, I thank you for touching their hearts right now and restoring that hope that everything is going to be okay because you're a good daddy. So, Father, I thank you for working out good out of these situations. I also cancel any assignment of the enemy over these precious people of God right now in Jesus' name and agree with them that no weapon formed against them or myself shall prosper in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I pray right now that people watching all of a sudden that you would touch their hearts and they would all of a sudden get this revelation of how deeply loved and cherished they are by you. And so I thank you, Father, because I know you're doing it and you want to touch hearts right now. And so we thank you that you're a good daddy in Jesus name. Amen. So why don't you just say these declarations with me um, as you go about your day today? I am loved. I am cherished. God is working out good in my life. I am forgiven. I am righteous in him. All the promises and the word belong to me. And I am God's favorite.
<laughs> I decided to give that up to everybody, but shh, I really am his favorite. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I love you guys. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.